Welcome to the Shake Up Podcast. I'm your host, performance coach and life enthusiast, Candace Harvey. Whether you're a business owner, an employee, or none of the above, this shakeup is for you. In this podcast, I'll be talking about all things human behavior, why people do what they do, but more importantly, why people don't do what they wish they could do, while sharing experiences, expertise, and mindset hacks, all of which helped me to move from simply going through the motions to now living a life where I look forward to Monday. Yes, I'm one of those people. My full-time job is to support people, whether one-on-one, groups online, or in corporate workshops, to get themselves out of their own way, throw their excuses in the bin, achieve more, and feel better than ever before. So if you're ready for a shake-up, to learn something new, and apply something different to your life that is simple, fun, and feels more like you, then you're in the right place. Before we get started, I would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which I record this podcast today, home of the Gubby Gubby people and the Jinnaburra people, whose lands and waters we all now share. And I pay my respects to elders past and present. Hello, Candace Harvey here and uh, just Candace Harvey. Don't say just terrible word that I usually ban myself from that word. But um, after 10 weeks of an incredible season one of Inspired by Shakers, I'm back to being on the mic solo. It feels a little bit weird, to be honest, but also it's a bit exciting too, especially with the next few episodes that I have lined up for you, as I know that these truly are what you need and you're going to gobble them up as a result. So today is part one of two parts. So part two is next week. And these two back-to-back episodes are going to really help you. They're going to really support you. They're going to really set you up to both wrap up 2023 and then make sure that 2024 is dead set your most favorite year. Imagine that like in five or 10 years time, you look back and you're able to safely say like 2024 was absolutely my most favorite year, except that you probably won't say that. You'll say that 2024 was the beginning of everything. It was the beginning of where life just kept getting better and better. 2024 was where I started to grab life by the horns. It's really weird saying that. It's weird. And started creating and living a life that I absolutely love. So let's do that. With Candace Harvey in your ears to guide you through it, you're welcome. Get yourself a pen and paper for these episodes. You're going to want to write some of this down. Let's get into it. So part one, how to wrap up 2023. And we all collectively exhale, right? Like I'm yet to meet someone who has had a really cruisy year this year. I'm even yet to meet someone who isn't pumped for 2024 to show its face already. I was even with a team recently running my happiness first workshop for them, which is one of my favorite workshops because it's all about shaking up your priorities and getting back to basics and really uncomplicating what we're currently doing by simplifying our days refocusing on what's truly important and putting to the side or even chucking in the bin the things that we think are important and need to get done when in actual fact, they don't. It's such an eye-opener happiness first and it's just a great workshop for any type of year, really. But when I was running it a few weeks ago, I asked the group to like raise their hand if they'd be happy with a repeat of 2023. And honestly, altogether, it was kind of cute, except not really. They all shook their heads almost aggressively, like to really get the point across to me that like hell to the no, not a chance, no way, Candace. I never want to see 2023 again. And this particular group, as it turned out, all individually had a really rough year. And it wasn't necessarily to do with their job either. It was their personal lives that had been pretty tough. There were sicknesses and accidents and deaths and just devastating stuff that brought 
a number of them to tears in the session. And although there was a lot of good that came out of the year, there always absolutely is, they actually couldn't see it in the beginning of the session, but they absolutely could by the end. Now, majority of people don't want to repeat. Even if it was a cracky year, we want to go into the new year hoping and wishing that it'll be better, that it'll be happier, more exciting, more fun, more productive, more fulfilling. And I get it. So one of the golden rules when working with Candace Harvey is that we cannot move forward unless we first look back. Like to me, it's like driving a car without mirrors. Not only is that illegal, I've been told, but you need to know where you've been, even if it's just for a glance, to make sure that nothing is going to sideswipe you, you know, to make sure that no bonkers people are coming up unexpectedly behind you, to keep learning from where you've been so that you can keep going forward with confidence. Now, December is a lot of things for a lot of people, isn't it? Like, let's just get this out in the open first. Like I was speaking to my beautiful podcast manager last week and she was saying, like so many other people, how overwhelmed she is feeling. And I let her know, like, same. And that also everyone that I've been speaking to lately feels the same. It's like we hit December and all of a sudden everything needs to be finished off. Everything needs to be cleared up. Everything needs to be tidied and closed and put up a tree and bake some cookies and watch all the Christmas movies and set up catch-ups with all of your mates that you haven't seen in months, but let's do it in the last few weeks and let's organize presents with the family and pray that it's Secret Santa again this year because that's less thinking to do. Oh, and also make sure you reflect on 2023 and also set yourself up for success for 2024 before Christmas, okay? Great. Awesome. (laughs) So it's a lot. It was even just a lot just now, just saying it, let alone thinking about it and putting it into action. But also here it is. I'm going to say it. It doesn't have to be a lot. I used to put enormous amounts of pressure on myself this time of year because I love this time of year. It's an exciting time of year and it's very easy to put a bucket load of pressure on yourself. You know, like bake the cookies, send the cards, catch up with everyone in your phone book, right? phone book. No one has a phone book. Make cute gifts. And you know what? This year, I'm not doing any of it. Like, of course I could bake the cookies and I could send the cards and I could catch up with absolutely everyone and I could make cute gifts, but then I'm saying no to a lot of other things. I'd be saying no to what matters most this time of year. And this year, I want my free time to be with my husband. I want my free time to be reflecting on the year and I want my free time to actually have time to think about the year ahead. That's what's important to me because I've done the other things before where I get the cookies and the cards and the catch-ups done. (laughs) They all start with C. That's really cute. But then January comes around and I have no idea what I'm doing and I'm exhausted and I'm overwhelmed and it's a shit way to start the year. So today, Think about what you want to say yes to going forward and what you want to say no to. And if it's time to set yourself up for success, if that's actually on your list of yes, then you are in the absolute right place with today's episode. So wrapping up 2023 is about me sharing with you a process that I have been doing myself for the last three years. It's a process that a friend who I studied coaching with does, and he shared it with me. So I started doing it too. And today, I'm passing it on to you too. How cute is that? And then you can pass it on to your friends and they'll pass it on to their friends. Blah, 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 blah. Super cute, right? Pass the parcel. All right, Candace Arby, focus. Wrapping up 2023 is actually about two things. It's about opening up a letter and writing myself a letter. Two things, opening up a letter and writing myself a letter. 
Every December, I write myself a letter, a letter to myself to open in 12 months time. Now, this is an exercise I also give to some of my clients too. And I love hearing their stories where they actually completely forgot about the letter they wrote. And then when they open it up a year later and reflect on all they've achieved since, it's awesome. I always get that real nervous, excited feeling when I go to open up my letter, but also writing it is such a special process. And I absolutely love it because so much happens in a year, doesn't it? I mean, so much happens in a week, in a month. You know what it's like when you haven't seen a friend for a few months and you don't know where to start. So to capture it all in this way is so special. I just have to find the box that I actually have my letters in. Since the move to Brisbane a few weeks ago, I've opened up and unpacked most of my belongings, but some things are still somewhere to be found. And the letter, I have to find it. I will find it. I will totally find it. By next week, it'll totally be found. It's probably in the garage with a million other boxes. I'll go searching. Super fun. But in the meantime, if you're up for it, which I absolutely know you are, I'm going to show you and go through with you how to write your 12-month reflection letter and it's in five steps. So you ready for it? Get your pen and paper. It's a really fun process and it's going to be something that you are going to do each year. You can't help it but not do it. Like you're not going to listen to this exercise and go, this sounds rubbish because it's just not. It's an awesome exercise. So here we go, five steps on how to write your 12-month reflection letter. So the first step is to schedule time in your calendar over the next few weeks for two to three hours. Now, I know that that sounds like a lot, And you also might not use two to three hours, but if you do, great. It's been a big year and this is not a 10-minute exercise. I don't want it to be a 10-minute exercise for you. I don't want to be something that you rush or something that you just cram in between doing something else. You know, last year I went down to the beach for a few hours. The years before, I actually just take myself to a cafe and I'll probably do the same this year. I'll find some cute cafe in Brisbane over the next couple of weeks and I'm going to open my letter and write my letter as well. But I want you to treat it like a date, you know, a date with you and a pad and paper and pen, right? Knowing that this is your new process to wrap up 2023. So do that. That's the first step to schedule time in your calendar over the next few weeks and find yourself two to three hours, not 10 minutes, two to three hours, right? Step two is all about writing a handwritten letter to yourself, focusing on five points. So I'm going to give you these five points that you're going to want to write down as well. And this is how we start the handwritten letter. So the first point is answering what did you love about 2023? What worked well for you this year? I want you to be able to spend some time, some really decent time to think about all your wins, all your best bits. There's no limit with this. It's not about just writing five like I sometimes do in some of my team workshops. I want you to just go to town. I want you to really sit there wherever you are and allow yourself to go, what did I actually love about this year? What were the things that made me smile? What were the experiences that I had? What are the bits that I'm proud of that I got to do? What worked really well for me this year? That's the first one. The second one is what new relationships did you build this year? I love this one. So this is all about writing down the names of the new people that you met, relationships even that got stronger, people you appreciate. Get them all down. Write out all of the relationships that you have built over this year, whether it's at work, whether it's at the gym, whether it's just random people that you've picked up along the way. Don't you find that sometimes you're like, I don't know where I met you. I have no idea how you're in my life and I love that you are, right? But just all the relationships that have made 2023 what they are. That's the second bit. 
The third bit is what did you learn this year? Now, this is a big one. This is also something that my clients are extremely good at and I'm super proud of them for it because I give their reflecting muscle a real workout when it comes to working with me because I want them to be able to recall everything that they learn because it's a lot. And so often people don't retain it. So if we're not retaining it and it's going in one ear and out the other, we are running the risk of not progressing. Even worse, we're running the risk of going backwards because we're not actually gripping onto the lessons that are being thrown at us. So for this point, what did you learn this year? Think back on the big moments, moments that shook you up a bit. And what did you learn? You know, I was talking to a client recently about a project for work that actually took him way longer than it could have. Like it was even painful for me as his coach to be trying to support him through this. But, you know, unfortunately, coaches don't tell you what to do. We have to guide you in the right way. And this was something that was just, he wasn't making it a priority. Everything else was becoming way more important. So when we were reflecting on November and we we're really going through this, I actually said to him, like, what did you learn from this? And he sort of looked at me going, of course, this is going to be a question that Candace Harvey was going to ask me. But I said, like, what did you learn? And he actually said, you know, I learned that I, I really don't want to be procrastinating on things like this going forward. I was like, cool. And what else? And he said, I also learned, you know, to say yes to projects that I'm only interested in. So he realized that it was a project that he probably shouldn't have said yes to. It had no interest on him, with him, in regards to him. You're picking up what I'm putting down. And I was like, great, what else? What else did you learn with this? And he actually said, you know, instead of putting energy into not doing it, I should have been getting it done quicker. Then I would have been able to free up space in my mind for other things. I was like, cool, and what else? And he said, it actually wasn't as hard as I told myself it was going to be once I actually sat down and did it. And I said, cool, what else? And he was like, oh, my gosh, she's going to keep asking me what else, what else? I was like, yes, I totally am. And he said, well, when you gave me a cutoff date, Candace, because it got to a point where I was like, I have to give this man a cutoff date. Like he's never going to get this done. Gave him a cutoff date to get it done. And he said it worked. And I was like, awesome. There were so many learnings in this one project. So for you, I want you to really think back on tough moments for you in 2023 and ask yourself, what did I learn? And then go, and what else? And what else? And what else? And you can be annoying to yourself, right? But if you keep asking what else, the amount of learnings that can happen in just one situation will blow your mind. And you'll see that the learnings from 2023 will absolutely come rolling in. So spend some time with that point number three. What did you learn this year? It may be things that you learn about yourself. It may be things that you've learned about people around you, but allow yourself to write that down. The fourth one, what goals did you achieve this year and what goals didn't you achieve? So there's two parts to this. What goals did you achieve and what goals didn't you achieve? This is one of my favorite things about the letter process because so often we actually forget what we wanted from the year. We get so excited about starting a fresh year and closing the current year and then poof, it's all over, Red Rover, and what did we hope to get from it, right? Like we can't remember. So you want to be able to take the time to think about all that you achieved and even the things that you maybe hoped that you were going to achieve, but you didn't. You know, for me, I did not think I was going to start a podcast this year. It actually wasn't a goal. It wasn't on my radar at all. It was something that came up and it felt right and I jumped on it and I am so flipping glad I did. It's one of my favorite parts about my business now, but it wasn't a goal, 
right? You know, a goal for me though, is I thought that I was going to do a lot more public workshops this year. So not workshops for businesses, but workshops where anyone could grab a ticket and come along. However, after January and running a few public workshops, it actually just didn't feel aligned in 2023 like I thought it was. So I didn't do it. It was totally a goal and I didn't do it. And that's okay. So this part is going to get you reflecting on what you did, what you didn't do. And also if it's still important for you now, because that's the thing as well, especially something that I talk about with my one-on-one clients a lot. It's that sometimes achieving a goal is there's a really good learning in that. Like how important is it for you? Is it still something that you want to be doing or are there other things now in your life that you need to make room for? So what are your goals? What did you actually achieve this year? And what goals didn't you achieve this year? And the last one, who did you become this year? Think about the person that you are today, right now, listening to this episode. How would your closest people describe you? How would you describe you? Has your confidence grown or has it diminished this year? Have you grown as a person or have you actually stayed the same? Are you happy? Are you frustrated? Are you overwhelmed? Are you feeling maybe content? How are you as a person? And who did you become this year? Write out anything and everything that comes to mind for this fifth and final reflection point here, right? So then after you've done that part, which is really reflecting on your 2023, step three is to write your script for the coming 12 months. Now, this is a really important thing to note here. Is, and it's a big reminder actually as well, is that you get to create the year that you have next year and you have the power to write your own script for how you want your life to be and then start playing the role. So next episode, part two of two, which is how to make 2024 your favorite year. Oh, I just got really stumped on what year it was. You know what it, it's like that? You start a new year and you have to get your mouth around it. 2024, how to make 2024. Oh God, I'm such a knobhead sometimes, aren't I? But that's going to be next week, part two of two, how to make 2024 your favorite year. And this part will actually carry on from this. So make sure you do this next part in order for you to get the most out of next week's um, episode as well. So for your letter and to really wrap up 2023, you want to start thinking about 2024 and use these four prompts to help you. So these four prompts are what new experiences do you want to have in 2024? I'm going to get really good at saying 2024 by the end of this. I can feel it. What new experiences do you want to have? You know, maybe there are things that you were just busting to be able to do this year and you just didn't get around to doing it for whatever reason. And the really cool thing about starting a brand new year is you have a blank canvas and you get to do with it and fill it with whatever you want. So what new experiences do you want to have in 2024? Next one is what goals do you want to achieve in 2024? And go big for this one. Don't do small ones. Like, cool, great, small goals, right? That's very mature, Candice Harvey. But really aim big. If you're wanting to have your most favorite year next year, which we're going to be unpacking next week, what goals do you need to achieve? Make them big. Guarantee if you have a really good why behind them and they're really juicy and you can actually picture yourself achieving that goal and get excited about that goal, You can make them anything. Think about what people put on their vision boards as well, like how big you actually go. It's awesome. I was actually on a webinar only this week where a lady was actually saying that her goal is to buy a helicopter this year. And I was like, wow, that's a very big goal. I mean, personally, I can't stand helicopters. And even if someone gave it to me, I would say, thank you so much. I don't want it. Not interested in a helicopter. But I loved that that was her goal, right? Like that's not a small goal. She wants a helicopter. Good honor. 
So what goals do you want to achieve in 2024? The third one is what new relationships do you want to build in 2024? I love this one. Especially with the first part of this letter where you're really reflecting on the people that are in your life and the people that all the relationships that you've already built going into next year, are there people that maybe you've neglected in 2023? Are there people that you want to maybe meet? You haven't even met them yet. And you're like, I'd love to be able to meet someone who has similar values to me. I'd love to be able to spend more time with so-and-so or what's her face or whoever it is, because you didn't actually spend more time with them. And you realize that whenever you do spend time with them, you walk away and you're completely charged up or you walk away from them and you're so inspired or you walk away and you're just filled up with positive energy and excitement for what's to come. So what new relationships do you want to build in 2024? And then the last part in terms of writing your script for the coming 12 months is who do you want to become in 2024? And I love this. I want you to really sit with this one. Even if you're at a cafe and you have to order another chai, whatever it is, who do you want to become in 2024? Because what we don't want is to be exactly the same person in 12 months. No thanks, no ma'am, no sir, not a chance. We want to be able to progress. We want to be able to grow. And that's all well and good saying those things. Love that, Candace Harvey. So good saying it out loud. But what does that actually mean? Who do you want to become in 2024? If we're having this conversation a year from now, what type of person do you want to be? Do you want to be all overwhelmed come December? Do you want to be someone who's worked really hard on calming their nervous system throughout the year? Do you want to be someone who has a lot of energy? Do you want to be someone who is so used to being grateful and appreciative of everything that's around them? What type of person do you want to become in 2024? If it has been a really stressful year, maybe you're like, I don't want to be that person anymore. Cool. If you don't want to be that person, who do you want to be? So that's that next part for writing your script for the coming 12 months. And then step four, the exciting part is you put the letter in an envelope. I love this part so much. And then you seal it and you address it to your future self. So I always write like this year, it'll be to 2024 Candice, love from 2023 Candice. Last year, my letter, when I find it, it was to 2023 Candace from 2022 Candace. That's all you need to put on the letter and make sure you put it somewhere where you know you can find it. If you're going to be moving house, maybe um, <clears throat> carry it with you or something. I'm going to find it, everyone. Chill out. I'm totally going to find it. And then step five, the last step. Oh, I've already jumped to it. You're going to put the envelope in a safe place. I was getting that excited. But also in this step, put a reminder in your calendar to open it in 12 months time, right? So make sure that you have this in your calendar the same time. Whatever you do, write it, put it in the same time to go back. And then you can even listen to episode 36 again on the Shake Up podcast, listen to the steps and these prompts again. The great thing about podcasts is you can keep going back to them year after year. I absolutely love that. It's such a cool thing. You'll be so glad you did this in 12 months time. I 100% guarantee it. Let me know how you go and tune in next week for part two of the two part, we call it a series. I don't know if there's two parts to it, I'm not sure. But next week, part two, how to make 2024 your favorite year, where I will be sharing with you the seven steps that you can take to make 2024 your most favorite year ever. Because no one wants to go into Christmas this year feeling like they could have a repeat or feeling like next year is a little bit of a gamble and whatever will be, will be. You are better than that. You deserve more than that. 
And like Candace Harvey says on repeat and almost like a broken record, I mean, she's not, but almost, if you want a different result, you have to be willing to do something different. So with that being said, get your letter done, wrap up 2023. Let me know how you go. Email me, write me a review on Apple Podcasts. That'd be cute. I'd love that. Send me a letter if you want. I live in Brisbane or send me a DM through Instagram, probably a little bit easier, but I would love to hear from you. I'd love to hear how your wrap up of 2023 was. And until next time, have fun and shake things up.